Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Throwback Thursday, good evening Zimbabwe and a welcome to it. Should be an exciting show. We'll take you back as far as our music is concerned. Music from the notorious B.I.G. and Tony Braxton. You don't want to miss that as we take you down memory lane. And then we'll get into the sports stories. And we've got a big one today, a special, as we pick apart the SRC's report, of course, and recommendations of the Zifa restructuring committee to report where the findings are expected by the SRC and some to help Zimbabwe football. Will they? We'll get to hear the opinions of Alois Munjira, the former Zimbabwe international, Chris Midzi, as well as Barry Manandi. My name is Mike Madoda and our producer Sean Tafarinika has also prepared some interesting international sport news for you. We'll have updates from Australia, England, Pakistan, as well as the United States. After the play of the day, the beautiful game, uh, Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag hailed his team's performance as the Red Devils uh, took total control of their Carabao Cup semi-final against Nottingham Forest with a 3-0 win in the first leg at the city ground. In Spain, Barcelona coach Xavi lauded lethal Usman Dembele after the France forwards goal downed Real Sociedad in a Copa del Rey quarter-final encounter at the Camp Nou last night. And in Germany, Borussia Dortmund uh, sporting director Sebastian Kale uh, says the club wants to hold on to English teen star Jude Bellingham for, quote, a long time. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Of on the home front with your local sports news roundup. In tennis news, seasoned tennis player Takanyi Garanganga says he's excited to be leading the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team following his appointment as the new captain. Garanganga's first outing as captain will be when Zimbabwe host Uruguay in a world group two playoff tie at Harare Sports Club next weekend. In cricket news, Zimbabwe captain Craig Irvine is a bit worried by the injuries stalking their dressing room ahead of the Test Cricket Series against West Indies in Bulawayo beginning next week. The left-hander is hoping that the Chevrons will have all their players back in good condition after the recent knocks to all-rounder Sean Williams and Tendai Chatara. Finish off with cricket news, the Zimbabwe national 
karate news, not Finish off with the karate news. The Zimbabwe National Karate Federation has introduced a national league driven by the desire to simplify talent identification in the country. The season shall be run in strict compliance with the competition rules and statutes of the World Karate Federation and International Olympic Charter. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. First up today, the SRC have released the recommendations of the ZIFA Restructuring Committee report. We'll be taking a look at those recommendations and giving you our thoughts on them. But most importantly, your thoughts are the ones that we want to hear. 0731-168045. That's the WhatsApp number. 0731-168045. This one is not necessarily a thought on the recommendations. But it's from Hillary out in Mutare. What's up, Hillary? And how do you guys know so much intimate detail about Tony Braxton's stay in Zimbabwe? <laughs> dude, dude. Listen, have you looked? Have you seen Tony Braxton? No, no, no. It was Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, I told him. Listen, Hillary. Stick to the sport, buddy. Oh, stick to the sport. This is a sports show. She still uh, looks good, though. I must say. Tony and then uh, he's got a message. He's got a message for you, Chris. He says, oh. hello, Chris. Sounding refreshing as always. Oh, who's that from? Uh, that's Hilary Alton Montari. Oh, hi, Hilary. <laughs> as he has spicy uh, hot Serena Williams is to Mike so is Tony Braxton to this fella here got so hurt when she was making the beast with two backs with a rapper and Birdman that's from Sunsi <laughs> that was such an yeah, awkward no, relationship very awkward my relationship. goodness yeah. it was, he's just not the quality we expect from Tony Braxton mm-hmm. uh, hi ZFM sports team I'm Courage Chengeta from Guru they keep the fire burning I am listening to you no doubt one of the stories you want to hear are those recommendations from the ZFA restructuring committee report now, the findings, of course, are expected to help Zimbabwe address the challenges that have bedeviled football administration for many years. The restructuring team's report noted that ZIFA's constitution is outdated and there is no strict observance of it by the entire football association set up. The committee recommended changes to the constitution and highlighted the need to bar those in public offices and politicians from holding a post within ZIFA as they will be a clash of interest. Now, some key outtakes from the report, and then, of course, I will just use these uh, to frame our discussions. It's a note that during hearings, it became apparent that some ZIFA stakeholders, including the so-called councillors of ZIFA, had never seen a copy of the association's constitution. These same councillors occupied office without limit of tenure. Some appeared to be semi-literate. The general view was that ZIFA <laughs> Congress simply rubber-stamped the decisions of the executive committee on football matters as long as they were transported to the bright lights of the city, <laughs> fed and lodged in comfortable accommodation, and wait for this, with all its temptations, <laughs> and paid per diems. They were happy to cast their vote in favor of 
their blesses. Let's start there, Barry Manandi. Uh, a damning indictment uh, on the character uh, of the councillors that are right now making up the Zifa Assembly. It's a damning indictment, but it's hardly surprising because I, I don't think many of them have read the, the Constitution or are some of the decisions that we've uh, seen over the years come through uh, and be ratified at Congress, I don't think would have gone through because they would have seen that either they were ultra various of the, the, the Constitution or secondly, they were not good for football. So I, it doesn't surprise me uh, one little bit. Also, uh, the insinuation about uh, money changing hands and uh, um, incentives, uh, incentives other than monetary, uh, like trips uh, into town, and uh, you know, all are you talking about all <laughs> the its temptations, temptations. <laughs> all of its yes. temptations? In the I wonder what life. those could be. <laughs> I, I didn't think of it as just money. So, <laughs> suffice to say, uh, there are many temptations in the bright lights, and so you can you can tell that there there has been a uh, a long period upon which our football has been run purely on what can I get out rather than what can I put in from members of the Congress. And uh, it's high time, surely, Chris, that we begin to take a look uh, at the people that are sort of like competing for office, those that mm -hmm. are putting their names up, uh, whether it's at club level, uh, at league level or at associate, uh, associate, uh, association level because ultimately character does matter yeah. when you're in office. It definitely matters and we've seen how people of a certain character put in groups to run our football. This is how we end up where we are and I think at every single level of our football if we don't have professionals who are actually passionate about what they're doing and to see progress within our football then we're, we're going to stay in the same place. In fact we're going to regress because the other nations are going to be moving forward. All right, we are, of course, uh, with Alois Munjira, the former Warriors International. And uh, no doubt, Alois, of course, uh, is not enjoying the current situation, which has seen Zimbabwe's football uh, take not just one or two steps back, but several steps back, especially with the ban that's prevailing uh, on our football at the moment. But the desire for many, including Alois, is to see Zimbabwe football move forward. Now, there is, of course, mention of the Zifa Congress here, Alois, and he says that it was the sense of stakeholders that despite Congress being Zifa's highest lawmaking body, the executive committee had, in practice, usurped this authority with the roles reversed. And the executive committee, of course, is that fabled board uh, that we are, that, that we, <laughs> yes. the Zifa board. Yes. Uh, so Congress had become subordinate and beholden to the executive committee and ultimately to the association associations president and this is so true because it seemed that Zimbabwe football was being run by just a select group of people without any accountability whatsoever to the people who put them in office yeah that is exactly what has been happening Mike and uh, that is actually the uh, some of the root causes of uh, the problems that we have uh, right now at the at the moment you know when the other some of these guys, when they get elected, they get uh, powerful uh, more than the uh, the uh, the council. And uh, some of them, they don't are not there for football. And when they are there now, they start doing their own things. And they are powerful. And the, the Congress doesn't have the power. You would hear even during the the the, the commotion. Ah, uh, if we come, if they come back, they're gonna punish the. Imagine they are talking of punishing the councillors yes. instead of the councillors punishing the executive. <laughs> mm, the yeah. executive wants to punish the councillors. Yeah. The people. <laughs> it's, it's 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 actually weird for the councillors to actually get through 
threats that you are going to be punished when these guys come back. They are going to punish you. You know, you mustn't do this because the chairman mm. is going to be like this. But they are the ones that are supposed to be running football. And, and, and we've, had, we've had countless yeah. occasions whereby the executive committee has come up with uh, um, uh, various resolutions uh, at their meetings and uh, we've seen them published as if they are law. Uh, they are, yeah. they are, they're already in force uh, without necessarily going to, Congress, going to Congress, either by way of an AGM, an EGM, or by way of circulation or, or round robin. Uh, so we, I, I think the executive committee, yes, the SRC talks about the, the usurping of powers, uh, but there needs to be a resting of power by the Congress uh, of its, its, its power to, to, to make the decisions and be the supreme uh, decision-making body. Yeah. So then, sorry, Mike, the, then that brings the other issue then you want to believe good maybe it was uh damning what they said about uh, other guys they haven't read the constitution mm-hmm. uh, semi-literate and all those kind of things then all that comes into into effect now now they are now being controlled from that platform where yeah. they don't know what they're supposed to be doing yeah mm-hmm. they don't know if they don't know the constitution they, they don't know what powers they actually hold uh, and uh, it does note here that uh, the executive committee or the board was viewed as a law unto itself it was not accountable to Congress there were no established systems of checks and balances against the abuse of power the story was told of how a former Zifa president allegedly moved around with signed bank withdrawal slips in his suit jacket just to appease uh, these uh, councillors. Uh, now get in touch with us uh, with your views on these issues that we are talking about, the recommendations of course uh, that have come out of that restructuring committee and the SRC adding their own thoughts to that in the hope that we are cleaning up the mess that is currently Zimbabwe football. Our WhatsApp number 0731 168 That's 0731 Let's move on to junior football development and women's football, Chris. Now, as far as junior football development is concerned, it says there is no junior football development program within ZIFA. There is mainly, uh, this is mainly because FIFA and CAF funding meant for grassroots development is diverted to financing operational expenses such as salaries, sitting allowances, per diems for ZIFA members and travel costs associated with the same. Presently, there is no junior league which should start with under 9s to under 18s. ZIFA does not administer school football development programs there's no player and activity monitoring system and then for the women's football there is no supreme body overseeing all levels of the development of women's football at all levels leagues are non-operational owing to a lack of funding the main problem here is that funds were coming in courtesy of CAF and FIFA they were being diverted completely and we see the impact of that and I think this is especially evident when we see how the junior teams and women's teams how they look and what the situation is for example when they have to travel to a tournament Mm. suddenly first of all we're scrambling secondly there is poor resourcing of these um, levels so that's the women's and the juniors and it's very evident that we all know that the funds come in for this the rest of the world even as close as South Africa and Zambia you can see the development in terms of their leagues these are literally operational so when we get to these competitions we are nowhere near as competitive as leagues that are being run very intentionally and that these structures in terms of for example player and monitoring systems they simply don't exist if they did we would have a very different 
quality of player available to us. And the tragedy is that uh, this again sits at the door of Congress because uh, in truth, Congress is supposed to enforce uh, the, 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 the playing of games or the development of the sport at that level. Look at uh, Article 21 of the Zifa Constitution Delegates and Votes uh, gives us and tells us that there are 10 delegates to Congress mm. that have to do with uh, women's football and youth football. That's the, the National Association of Primary School uh, uh, Leagues. That's NA, NAF. Uh, NASH, which is the National Association of Secondary School, that has two delegates each. And then there's National Association of Tertiary Institutions, two delegates as well. Women's soccer has four delegates. That's 10 delegates sitting at Congress who are failing to implement simple things. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's walk through the recommendations uh, starting, of course, with the Zifa Constitution. It says that here, the Constitution must state that the laws of Zimbabwe take precedence over all other rules and regulations of Zifa. The registration of Zifa's Constitution with the SRC infers this, but the document must be explicit in this respect. The restructuring committee recommended changes to the Zifa Constitution and provided model provisions for the proposed amendments. The model template relies on the latest Zifa statutes as guidance for a new Zifa constitution and is informed by the views of the Zimbabwe uh, public. So I think they are pushing here, uh, Alois, for a greater level of accountability uh, for those that are elected into office at association level. Yeah, that's uh, that's what they are trying to, to push, Mike. And uh, I think the old constitution, also the amendment, they are also looking at how the people that are getting in there are elected. Mm. They are elect, they, they want to make sure that they are elected on merit rather than like they said earlier about uh, banknotes uh, and deposit slips <laughs> and, and all that. So I think I think that's where they're coming from. That you know what we want to make sure that when we elect people, they are elected on merit, and we know that these are the people that are going to lead football, and they are elected because they are capable of doing it, not just by uh, by virtue of having the ability to pay off those that are that are voting. Right, uh, Barry, junior football and women's football here, their recommendations, the committee has recommended that Zifa develop a, standard, a standardized system to rate academy programs and school programs. They should be developed a national database for all junior players that is functional and easy easily accessible. Additionally, Zifa should develop and support quality leagues and competitions accessible for all ages and skill levels. As far as women's football is concerned, women should be empowered to manage their own affairs in football. Key to this is allowing them to have direct access to FIFA funding so that it is applied to purposes intended. Women should be included at all levels of the games administration on a quota system. Now, the reason I want to hear from you, Barry, is that obviously you have skin in the game. Uh, Golden Eagles uh, is running a fully fleshed uh, academy right now and you take a look at these uh, recommendations that are coming through do they go far enough or they're just merely a start I think they're, 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 they're high points uh, one wants to then drill down into the detail that the restructuring committee uh, recommended however there is one point there that already is uh, self-defeating because it says develop a national database uh, for all junior players that is functional and easily accessible I think the easily accessible part is, is, is fine but there's already at the moment uh, all registered academies uh, input their, 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 their players onto the FIFA Connect or Zifa Connect. Now, all that needs or requires is for it to be enforced that all registered academies, all the players are on there. So then we then get that database. Make it easily accessible, fine. Then everybody uh, knows what's going on. But um, I think that the, the recommendations as a whole are, are spot on. And a lot of what is being said out of this document that came out of the SRC is 
uh, uh, contained in the Zifa constitution and it's a case of impl- implementing the Zifa constitution, albeit that they are recommending that it be amended and there be a new uh, version of the Zifa constitution put in. Uh, but a lot of it is still is already in there. Uh, Mike, uh, on the on the on the database, uh, I I was listening to Bay talking about academies. Junior football doesn't start with academies and does not end with academies. Certainly. Remember, junior football starts in the area zone. Area zones, we are talking about Zaka, we're talking about Chipinge, we're talking about Chimani Mani, mm. we're talking about Wonder Valley. That's where junior football is supposed to be starting. And it used to be like that. So this this registration starts from there. These teams in the area zones are already supposed to be registered. When a boy is now moving from an area zone junior club to an academy, an established academy, he is supposed to be already registered knowing people should know he is coming from an, an area zone club from Zaka to Golden Eagles Academy. That pathway is supposed to already be established mm, in the point. system. Yeah. And then what is the problem here now is the way the academies are being registered. It's only the academies that are being registered. And you need how much? You need about 700 US dollars to actually register those. And how many do we have? Less than 50 at the moment. Imagine 50 against how many junior teams across the country True. who and, can and, and I think afford to register with that. That's where the school programs, I think, yes. also yeah. come into play. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's not just about uh, the, the academy programs. Uh, their recommendations actually also talk about the school programs. And the school programs, then obviously still would cover uh, a lot of areas, not just urban, peri-urban, rural as well, will be covered. Mm-hmm. And it's just a question, of course, of harnessing some of your ideas, Aloy said, making sure that every child who is playing the game is actually is captured yes. in the yeah. national database. And then obviously they made those recommendations around women's football, monument for women's football should go to women's football. And I totally, totally agree with that. Let's read uh, a couple of messages here before, of course, uh, we round up with the recommendations that have come through. It says, hi, ZFM team. The problem is that we are not dwelling on technical issues that are caused by a defective constitution. We're personalizing this issue, looking at the individuals who were in office. Uh, We also dwell much in politicking than reasoning. Yeah, there is, of course, that argument when you take a look at this situation at a broad level, Chris. Yeah. But some of these recommendations, in truth, have got nothing to do with individuals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These are recommendations that are really going to benefit anyone, Anybody. no matter who's in office. Yeah, I think when you're taking a look at the recommendations, first of all, I think that the level at which they've been pitched, um, I think is very high level. I wouldn't take a look at these recommendations and be able to select anything that would pinpoint out specific individuals. I think these a very broad brush um, I wonder why it took them about a year to come up with these broad brush recommendations um, I think that's the only thing that I'm finding very unimpressive about this report. Let's go to Bulawa, your innocent has got in touch, he says, hi ZFM team I wish the restructuring committee would have brought in a respected international soccer administrator on board so that they uh, they wore FIFA a bit I don't know, um, uh, maybe woo maybe yeah, woo, woo I think yeah, 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 yeah. so that they woo FIFA uh, a bit. No, I, 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 I don't think so. I think, uh, number one, I agree with Chris that it could have been done in a shorter time. I don't think we needed uh, uh, an international uh, body in the room at this stage. Maybe when we get to the stage of uh, uh, now ratifying a new constitution, of which I think the constitution that's there doesn't need to be thrown out completely because it's based on the FIFA constitution. So I think there are amendments that need to be made because 
they, they, they were done at FIFA level where they can deliver a positive result. Locally, they haven't been able to do that. So it's maybe a localization and an amendment more so than throwing out the baby with the bathwater is probably where I'd be coming from. I just have a question. Uh-huh. In terms of these recommendations, it seems a bit like, first of all, things that the average person would already know and think. For me, I would have, ex- I don't know, maybe I'm thinking about the, the, the restructuring committee incorrectly. Was it not part of it for them to think about how to operationalize these recommendations in our environment rather than just present the recommendations at this level? These are very broad brush. There's a deeper dive. Um, I think these, these, the, the, the document that was released by SRC is probably uh, a summary of the full document and we'll wait to see when the document is uploaded onto the SRC website uh, and then be able to actually and, dive into the nuts and, and, and bolts. I think they can only okay. recommend yeah. uh, implementation yeah, will have implementation to be by football. By uh, no, 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 I'm not talking about Zifa. them doing yes. the implementation, yeah. but structuring it. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, how? Zifa will have to do that. It's they, the they same councillors yeah. that uh, will have to take this and run with it. There, there was a point but, that Mike read uh, yeah. j- just now. and The same guy. Yes, because... guys who are wowed by the lights of the city. So the obvious starting point will have to be how can we get new faces uh, into the council? Yes. How can we get the right people into the council? Because those people that, of course, have been, uh, I think uh, the SRC was very disparaging uh, <laughs> of the equality. I think they would uh, be out of their depth or unwilling. No one ever uh, reforms themselves out of power. Yeah. So yeah, they would be unwilling. Sure. So there has to be, a, a starting point has to be, how then can we bring in brooms sweep these guys out of office, bring in the right people to be able to implement so isn't the that recommendations. The restructuring? And yeah, but but it has to be uh, unless football does it by itself. And and my via the Congress. Uh, whatever you're doing is futile. Okay. The other disappointing thing about it as well, when you look at the councillors, these are not just those guys in my area, so those illiterate guys. We have got 18 whole clubs that have got 18, that are providing 18 councillors. Mm. The, these guys, are, I thought, I think that they should be leading the way because we believe that these are the football people. Those are the minds. The 18 yeah. clubs, these are the football minds there's that a, are in that council that should be taking yeah. the lead but somehow we're not seeing it. There's a point here, uh, uh, Chris, that um, is point number five, 5.1 uh, Zifa Constitution. It says the restructuring committee recommended changes to the Zifa Constitution and provided model provisions for the proposed amendments. So they have made the, the, the recommendations. Yeah. In fact, they've actually done uh, the necessary changes to the okay. Constitution, which aren't contained in this document, but in the broader document. So it'll be interesting to then do a deep dive. And keep your messages uh, coming in on 0731-168-045. That's our WhatsApp number. That number again is 0731-168-045. We'll try and read as many of them as we can straight after our play of the day. But uh, just a couple more issues here uh, before we wrap this subject up. Um, communication and marketing, Chris. Zifa relies almost exclusively on FIFA and CAF funding for its operations. It was recommended that Zifa invest in senior business strategy and marketing positions. It should respect and maximize partnerships and retail opportunities and identify new revenue streams. Zifa should be run as a business, not a fiefdom or a cabal. So they've got to move on from the situation that was in existence where uh, there was a a, a media officer, Mm. there was a board member marketing, and then occasionally there were committees set up 
yeah. uh, which were really volunteer organizations yeah. uh, as per need and as per project. They've got to professionalize. They've got to really professionalize. And this doesn't just run across the communications and marketing. I think if we're talking about really revolutionizing how we're doing things in terms of our football, it's an entire structural change. I think it's very critical for the communications and marketing so that the, the organization starts to make its own money. I think what's critical here is the money itself. So I think completely agree. Um, business strategy and marketing, very, very, very key for Zifa going forward. All right. Uh, evening team. Uh, another recommendation left out is that of the Zifa president. He must be someone who has played soccer, someone who has played the game. I don't want your opinions now. We'll start <laughs> on that one during the fast zone. For now, let's take you around the world in 60. Hi, this is Billie Jean King. This is Marion Bartoli. I'm Mats Villander. This is Mary Carrillo. I'm Sandra Winka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. This is Yannick Noah, and you're listening to ZFM Stereo, Sport and a whole lot more. See around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We serve up in Australia where Wimbledon champion Elena Rabakina made it through to her maiden Australian Open final where she will play fifth seed Ariana Sabalenka in a power battle on Saturday in Melbourne. Head over to England. Former professional golfer Nick Faldo believes any European golfers who have joined Live Golf should have no further involvement in the Ryder Cup, whether as players or future captains. They're still not over this. It's still surprising, but we'll keep you posted. In news from Pakistan, it was a double delight for Pakistan's skipper Babar Azam as he was picked for both the ODI Cricketer of the Year and the Sir Garfield Sobers Trophy for the ICC Men's Cricketer of 2022. And we'll touch down in the United States where Golden State Warriors had Steph Curry ejected late on, but they beat the Memphis Grizzlies 122 to 120. Curry was his side's leading scorer with 34 points, but was ejected after he threw his mouthpiece into the stands in frustration with one minute and 14 seconds left. Play of the day. The biggest artists with their biggest hits on the biggest show. ZFM Sport. Lock, lock, it. Ah. ZFM Stereo is untouchable. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 0731-168-045. That's your entry into the fan zone. We we left off on that note. Someone, Alois, saying, as a former footballer, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. Someone re- had recommended that, you know what, they left out a recommendation. And that recommendation for him would be that for Ziva president, that it has to be someone who's played the game. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, want to agree with him 100%, but uh, it would help. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think uh, that he is really off the mark, uh, but I believe that any, anybody can be a Zimbabwe Football Association president as long as they're passionate about the game, as long as they know what they're doing, as long as they've got the administrative skills to actually do that. But there are other things that are deeper about football that maybe then you'll need somebody who has been in football, not necessarily having played football, but who grew up in football, knowing exactly what needs to be done. A well-traveled person who actually is well-versed with the trends of what is happening in football. But, be as it may, I still believe that in that executive committee, there should be 
somebody or other people that actually there really should be representation, they should be uh, representation of, of people yes. who, who have played really at the game. And I think they bring keen insights, yes. they bring mm-hmm. knowledge, exactly. and, and that is always vitally exactly. important. Uh, moving on with our messages here, uh, this one says, Zifa is basically saying uh, to FIFA, yes, we need the money and thank you for giving it to us, but we don't know how to budget such huge amounts uh, as in which is for football <laughs> development, which is for our board to use willy-nilly. I guess we need a resident FIFA accountant based at Zifa offices for accountability's sake. And that's coming from Brian. What we need, Barry, is a separation of the board from the executive functionaries uh, as exists yeah. in normal corporate organizations where the professionals uh, run the Zifa office on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, again, it's in the constitution that the executive committee runs almost as a policy-making body uh, that then refers up to the Congress. But just under the executive committee comes the secretariat. The secretariat is the implementing arm. Now, under the secretariat, you're then supposed to have your general secretary, who's your CEO, CEO. and then have a full corporate structure underneath the CEO that almost mirrors what's happening at board level and inclusive of a finance director and an entire finance function. Asang C says Zifa councillors live too comfy in their paymaster's pockets. Let them assemble at the Zifa village when they do their sittings away from the red light district <laughs> in and around <laughs> Livingston <laughs> Avenue. But your Zifa village should be under red light as well. It should be up there. Not in the strictest sense of the red, red light. light. Yes. Yeah, so no, 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 not that. Oh. No, no, not that. <laughs> thank no, no, the, thank you, God, Aloys. Zifa Hacho, yeah, it's actually supposed to be glitz as well just like holiday inn ziva village is actually supposed to be in that uh, along that line as well but just took and took in the ziva village to end up luxury as well yes 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 i, I do agree. i think we'll i agree. have been taking yeah. a back alloy as well yes. it should be turned into a red light just no, 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 no. they're not that one not that one you know, those, those those glitz and glamour yes glitz and glamour. <laughs> right maduna says evening do we have colleges for those players who want to be admitted so that we don't have chances in administration. I think it's the starting point. But there are, of course, I don't think they're former colleges, Chris, in existence. Mm-hmm. But there are courses that yeah. are available, some at a local level, mm-hmm. certainly regionally, yeah. and certainly offered by FIFA, that those who are willing to better themselves yeah. can take yeah. advantage of. Definitely. And when you're taking a look at... Um, Locally, there is a course that's offered by the Olympic Committee, Sports Management. There's another one that was being run. I could be wrong, potentially. Uh, it was run in partnership with the SRC. I'll try to remember the, the partnering organization. So there's two, those two that I know definitely at local level. Internationally, FIFA and CIES actually came together to create a course that would assist in terms of equipping uh, people in sports management across the world. This is a global course, and it um, also is run out of South Africa if you want to do it look uh, on this continent. Absolutely. More messages here, guys. Gerald Molochwa and the SRC are just grandstanding but they know what is needed. They must follow what FIFA says or we will remain banned. But they must not hide the dead state of our stadiums behind Zifa restructuring. And someone, of course, uh, who's agreeing with that sentiment, uh, Lenin Mudawapi says, Hi guys, this Molochwa guy is ill-advised. He should research how FIFA operates if Kamambo is not reinstated all they're doing is null and void. They could have reinstated Kamambo and then work with the necessary stakeholders to bring our game 
back and that was of course in capital letters and this one again touching on the SRC says did I hear correctly or the one of the recommendations is to make Zif subordinate to the SRC if so will FIFA allow it because the SRC is in essence a political creation over to you Barry Manan uh, I don't think it was a, it's a recommendation because it doesn't need to be because it's already in place uh, Zifa is subordinate as a national sports association Zifa is subordinate to the SRC and FIFA acknowledges uh, that all member associations must be subservient to their national institutions such as the SRC and their equivalent in South Africa and all sorts so it's not it's not anything that needs to be uh, uh, put into recommendations yeah. what it needs is that it needs enforcement and enforcement that is agreeable to FIFA where there is no interference or perceived interference. How about the notion that Gerald Mulochwa is interfering at the moment? That, that the notion by come and uh, that he's meddling, he's out of his depth and he should just do what FIFA says that we should do. He's on record, mm-hmm. the SRC chairman, as having said that we are in no hurry to get the band lifted. Yes, and uh, to him that makes sense. And I can I can play but does devil's advocate for Zimbabwe football. I can play devil's advocate and say that it makes sense to him because of what we've seen come out today, whereby he wants to implement this constitutional making uh, process wants to implement the changes that have been recommended by the restructuring uh, committee and then begin to work towards getting us back into the family of footballing Mike, nations okay, before you come in Alois can I yeah. suggest something we got about 10 minutes left yeah. looks like there are a lot of uh, guys who want to weigh in on this issue uh, the beautiful game guys uh, let me break it down for you uh, Manchester United <laughs> won 3-0 yes uh, versus Nottingham uh-huh. Forest so that's not anything really Barcelona to, right home about <laughs> Barcelona won they beat Real Sociedad Real Sociedad playing well but Barcelona won was to be expected 1-0 uh, in the other game played last night I think uh, Osasuna uh, beat Sevilla 2-1 tonight Valencia takes on Athletic Club uh, and then of course there's a, a Madrid derby in the Copa del Rey it is Real versus Atletico well done, Michael. news out of Germany Borussia Dortmund uh, sporting director says that they want to hang on to Jude Bellingham but I suspect of course he wants to start a bidding war for a mm-hmm. player that they know certainly wants to leave at the end of this season. And then over in Italy, Juve are reportedly demanding £31 million pounds for, from Leeds United for Weston McKinney, uh, who has reportedly agreed to personal terms with the Premier League side. Those are the stories that we're carrying, and I'm sure you can tell that there were no humdingers uh, in those stories. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, nothing really earth-shattering <laughs> there, guys. <laughs> we'll be back, of course, uh, with the major leagues when we build up to the weekend on tomorrow's show, so you don't want to miss the weekend preview show. Now, Lloyd says, I would not agree with that person who recommended, of course, that uh, uh, former footballers uh, only uh, hold the office of presidencies, but I would want something, someone who has passion uh, for football uh, and Zimbabwe at heart. And that is that is key. Can I, can I prove? And knowledge and as knowledge. well. Yes, because passion, passion, passion is, uh, passion passion is yeah, and, and, and knowledge, yes, but yes, again, yes. I think knowledge is coming in because we don't have the system to support a professional. Guys, we find a CEO, an FD, a marketing director moving from mining 
going to into retail, uh, going through and then being into manufacturing and doing well in all of those roles, learning them, learning the industry as they get into the industry. Football is just another industry, but we don't have the systems that support a professional to walk into football and say, fine guys, I d- I'm not from here. I want to learn about yeah. this industry and I want to run it. So I think this is the process that we have the opportunity of creating a sustainable uh, industry that anyone can understand. Yeah. Can, I, can I disagree with that? Mm. Yeah. I think because when you're talking about established industries in this country, you're talking about mining, manufacturing, whatever else, right? Football is effectively terra firma. It's completely new ground. It is an area that requires development. And for me, I would not necessarily trust someone who does not understand the full extent of the system. Now. Now. In its existence. I think initially you need people who have somehow functioned within it. Okay, quick question. Uh, okay. Mike, the, the how, person you always reference I was going to bring Bundes, that up, but the Bundes, that uh, uh, Christian Seyfeld, mm. who, who revolutionized the Bundesliga and German football uh, and has turned it into a global powerhouse, uh, came out of the telecommunications industry at the age of 32 and never had a single football job in his in his, in his, in his, in his life. You, you see, I don't know. You see, he's now turned it into the Bundesliga that we know now. Right? I, 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 he was I, young, my, he was I inexperienced, believe, but what he had were ideas. Yeah, I believe, I believe he was interviewed. He knew exactly what football needed. What an organization, not what, football. Yes, no, what an organization. Even football, mm. even football. A foot, an organization like football organization needed what was needed for football. Yes, you might be in mining or in telecoms, but there are a lot of those guys who are in those uh industries that also know football let's say we look at uh let's let me just uh, throw a throw a name max and karombo he he, he, is, he is in a different industry, but he's passionate about football. He's probably football. listening right so, now, man. So you can't... <laughs> what, 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 what company, you, what company yeah, does he yeah, represent? You, you, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to You have to get a bill too. Yes, no, I just mentioned them. Those are some of the some people that you can actually bring into football because you already know that he is well-versed in what is happening in football. You cannot just pick and put a on the basis of, of Alois uh, and Chris of their ideas yes. around the game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and that's what they, they need to bring. And uh, that's they what might I'm not yeah. even have had a single minute uh, of their lives in football. But if in that interview process, yes. they do have ideas that can move the sport that's forward, the, exactly I think they, 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 they yes. should be people that should be uh, considered. Uh, more messages. That's problem today. Savannah, Bacasta, the low Pajigaro. So I <laughs> 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 you see people a lot of us they think that football is the warriors we want to believe that as long as tango tsoka win the national football this is not we actually supposed to be excited let's let's build this thing right now we've got the opportunity we've got the perfect opportunity whether we are bringing back Kamambo or not but for now we have got the perfect opportunity this is where we are actually supposed to be channeling our energy to actually restructure this thing because <laughs> then we are back to where we were before so let's go back 
to international football to sort of everything That's else here. Yeah. Maybe the, the, the fear for people is that talk about which I say and still not be able to go and back to international football. Yeah, that, that's if my fear. If we, if, we, if, we, if we don't follow what FIFA has recommended. Chris, this one is interesting. Uh-huh. We should change the name Zifa. Uh-huh. It's cursed, please. Ah, they tried it. Damn. Um, yeah, but that was a, a bit of an underhand. This process is talking about um, rebranding. Okay, the thing about rebranding is that you cannot change something's name and expect it to operate differently. I would only say that a sort of rebrand can only take place once, for example, all of these recommendations or some of them at least have been operationalized to a place where we can see change and movement. Then we can say we're in a rebrand because then we know we're in a process. A rebrand doesn't just speak to the name of a thing. It speaks to the process and the actual nitty gritties and core business of operation. And uh, Mr. Live Wire, Stanford Chuma, representing Mosha Mukuru. Uh, that is, of course, where Highfield. Uh, Can I ask him then, a question? Uh, ask him a question. Yeah, him. Okay, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. I hope he replies. Yeah, Taifara Maori has Edu. Commander 20. Commander 17. Commander 17. Women. Did you ever thought, did you ever think these guys were not playing football at all? Under 20, when was the last time you heard about the under 20s? When was the last time you heard I, about I, I the under 17s? I think to 17s? be fair, a lot of people were concerned uh, about that. Yeah. But they, uh, they, they need to talk, to, we the, need to hear yeah, them. Yeah, they, they, they need to say it. But I yes. think when people talk about my warriors, generally I think they are talking about national team football. The, we we the, want our national teams. But when to, the national to, to team was playing, playing, they were not complaining about the yeah. under 20s. They but, were not but, talking but about also, it. Also, let's not, let's not just limit and look at, at the national teams, and, and it's easy to do. Let's also look at the fact that, guys, in this past season that's just ended, we had two top flight teams, Blauer Chiefs and Caps United, fail to pay players. That is that is that is a sign that our football ecosystem isn't working. Yeah. If it were working, we wouldn't have scenarios like that. So already, pane pane problem Let's not just assume because pane muna gatika black awuriza whistle at pakati na 3 p.m. Rijitamba bora is fine. Yeah, it's not. Exactly there, there, there what I'm saying. Of, there are a lot of issues. Obviously, uh, a few more messages here before we wrap it up, guys. Time is never a friend on this show. And so what we need is a visionary with a passion for football, the likes of Delma Lopepe et. Uh, and guys, once upon a time, uh, there was Chris Sibanda in football. And what did we do to him? Zimbabwe, Mawan, that is Gwenzi out in Guero. Football Association of Zimbabwe, Faz, rebranding, done. Clarence out in Waterfalls. We can't How do this, the, that's, that's, that's Zambia, that's Zambia. That's Football, yeah, that's, Association, yeah, Zambia, football yeah. Association of, of thing, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we can call it Nafaz. We can call it Nafaz, that's a good name. Uh, wasn't was that Giango? Uh, that was Giango. Misadventure. We are bringing it back now in good faith. And no, no, no. We don't need to rebrand. That's, the rebrand is changing what the, the like Chris was saying, the guts of the thing. Yeah. The yeah. name on the door doesn't matter. So that, it'll, it'll, we it'll need the restructuring. The yeah. on the so so ten, 10 more seconds here. And uh, hello, team. Chris Gray fan here. Keep on keeping on uh, in there. Enjoy. And then 
I'm a Nas fan. There were no takers for B.I.G. So everyone obviously in total agreement that the GOAT is Tupac <laughs> Shakur. And then one more message here for the road. And in Zimbabwe, we don't play football. All right, we're out of time. We're back tomorrow for our preview show. Gonna be a good one. For now, may God receive blessing. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Man, Andy, out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interview. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if there wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just, just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.